Hi, this is Pastor Stephen. I am the pastor of New Beginning Church in Singapore. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this podcast will build your faith. Hope you grow deeper in the word of the Lord and know Him personally in much deeper way. Enjoy the message. God bless you. Shalom. Greeting in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you and your family are doing well in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, some of us as at uh, MAPEX that we are having our live church service. Uh, but we are glad that you are here with us, worshipping with us through the church service online. And for your information, online church service just like this one will be the norm for our church for some time uh, until there's a great improvement uh, in Singapore. We thank God there uh, has been an improvement in Singapore. That's why uh, the government is relaxing some of the rules. Let's pray and hope that the situation will improve much more so we can have our church service again like we used to do. We pray for the mercy of God that this pandemic will uh, pass very soon and vaccine will be created uh, very soon. So please do continue to pray for these situations. Today is the first Sunday of the month. We'll be having our Holy Communion. If you plan to join us, please do prepare your Holy Communion elements, the bread and the wine. So we can do it right after my sharing. Holy Communion is one of the greatest acts of Christian's life. It's the way we thank our God for what He had done for us 2,000 years ago that when Jesus sacrificed Himself and died on the cross to redeem us from our sins. This is one of the greatest elements, instrument that God has provided for us too, in which that we can fellowship with Him in a very intimate way, that we fellowship with Him through the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. So please do prepare your heart, and we're going to do our communion right after the sermons. We are in a new month. We are in the month of August. And the topic of our sharing for this month is personal transformations. We will be sharing with you about the core values of our church, the values or the character that will carry us through or guide us through in every circumstances to achieve the vision that God has entrusted to us as a church. These are the values that will guide us in all of our life's circumstances, in all the ministries, in every areas of our life. We call it FIGHTS, F-I-G-H-T-S. It stands for Faithfulness, Integrity, Gracious Humility, Teachable, and Spirit-Led. From this Sunday, uh, throughout the month, we'll take one each and then we'll share with you. And Dr. Benaya, will also be sharing with us this month and then I hope that you will be very blessed. Today the topic is faithfulness. In the Hebrew uh, word faithful uh, or faithfulness, they use the word emun or aman. That means to support, to confirm, faithful, reliable, to stand firm, to trust, to be certain and to believe in. The Greek word used the word pistos. It means trustworthy. It means faithful. 
persons who show themselves faithful in the transactions of business, the executions of commands, or the discharge of official duties. One who kept his plighted faith, worthy of trust, that can be relied on. That means a faithful person is a person who can be trusted, reliable, would do whatever he or she says he will do, stand firm in holding the trust in all circumstances. In another word that we use to describe a faithful person is that that person has commitment. For example, a faithful spouse is someone who has committed to his or her marriage vow. The vow that said, till that do us apart. However, many people find this is much easier to say than done. For example, in Singapore statistics just out, there were 25,433 marriages registered last year. But unfortunately, last year also registered, there were 7,626 marriages ended up with divorce. There's about 30% of the registered marriages. No wonder the Bible said in the book of Proverbs chapter 20, many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. That is to say, it is much easier to be loving and kind when you are falling in love. But it is much more important to marry to someone who is faithful. Because like many things in this life, marriage also will go through difficult and trying time. And many people will be tempted to just walk away. And especially in these current circumstances, the pandemic has made life very difficult for many people. Many marriages also ended up divorced because of these circumstances. So we have to find someone who is faithful and being someone who is faithful. So what the Bible says about faithfulness? Number one, faithfulness is one of the most important things for God. That is to say that God values faithfulness very much more than many other things. Much more than our giving, much more than our sacrifice, much more than our success, much more than our gift and our, our offering to Him, and much more than the ministry that we do for Him. It is the very nature of God, because the Bible says that God is not a man, so He does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. That is to say that God is faithful and God wants men to be faithful too. But unfortunately, many people are not faithful. Faithfulness is the, is the character that God wants in our lives. It pleases God. It brings blessings to others. It brings blessings to our lives too. The Bible says, for the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful one. They will be protected forever, but the offspring of the wicked will be cut off. There are some examples that show God's values 
the importance of faithfulness. Number one, the example of Adam and Eve. They were tested for their faithfulness when God told them not to eat the fruit from the tree of knowledge, good and evil. But unfortunately, Adam and Eve fell and they have to reap a very terrible consequences. When the Israelites was on the way to the promised land, the first thing that God gave them, that God gave them the Ten Commandments. The very things that God pushed the people and God demanded the people to be faithful to Him, to be faithful to the family, and to be faithful to one another. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 and 20, when Moses about to die, he gave his speech to them, and he summarized in this. Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make, or that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live, a long, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestor Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Likewise, the key to our life, the key to the success as a Christians on this earth, the key to the success of our church too and our ministry is that we learn to be faithful to God to do what He wants us to do. The same one, the same principle that is being shown in the New Testament. Jesus told His disciples, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. But whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. In the first Corinthians chapter 4, Paul says, Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. So once again, the New Testament teachings point us the importance of being faithful in every areas of our life and in also in the ministry. Edwin Colstay, your faithfulness makes you trustworthy to God. So when God trusts you, God can trust you even more. So the principle of the Bible from the very beginning to the very end, God wants us to be faithful because faithfulness is very important in the eyes of God. The second principle about faithfulness is that faithfulness is both the fruit of the Spirit and the fruit of our effort. Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Galatians chapter 5, that one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is faithfulness. In other words, the Holy Spirit of God is working in every believer to produce faithfulness in us. The same Apostle Paul, 
He wrote in the second Timothy chapter 2 verse 22 and said, run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace, and enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. In another word, faithfulness is both the outcome of the work of the Holy Spirit and also the willingness for us to pursue or work on our faithfulness. So it takes an effort. We learn bit by bit. We continue to endure in every step of the way. So how then we can cultivate faithfulness that transforms our personal lives? The first one is the Word of God. We have to study, we have to read, we have to meditate on the words of God. The example in the Bible is Joshua. In order, in order for Joshua to conquer the promised land, he needs to be faithful. So God told him, he said, Joshua, be strong and courageous for you are the one who will lead the, these people to possess all the land that I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and be courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instructions continually. Meditate it on day and night so you will be sure to obey everything within it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. So God told Joshua the key to his success to possess the promised land is that he has to be strong and courageous and to be faithful too. In order for him to be strong and courageous and faithful, then he has to study and read and meditate the words of God day and night. They will encourage him to, be, to stay faithful. They will encourage him to conquer the land. They will, will give him the, the strength to overcome the obstacles that he has to face. When Jesus was preparing his disciples to face difficult situations ahead, he told them that he will send his Holy Spirit to them. The Holy Spirit that will work in their lives that will teach them, that will remind them what Jesus has taught them. So in order to cultivate faithfulness in our lives, the Word of God is a must. We have to read, to study, and to meditate on the Word of God and continue to open up our hearts to the Holy Spirit for His guidance, for His directions, so that we will, can continue to be faithful to God. So many people of God nowadays in very difficult situation, wondering what to do, wondering what's going to happen next, how long this pandemic is going to last. We all need the, guiding, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, and He is here to help us. So continue to meditate on the words of God. Continue to study the words of God. Continue to be faithful in listening to the words of God. That the Holy Spirit will inspire you. So that He will bring guidance and give you guidance. That He will break 
through those dead letters to become the life and inspirations for all of us as we take step by step in these very difficult circumstances. The second principle to cultivate faithfulness in our lives is that we learn to be faithful with small things in our life. This is the second most important for us to do, is to learn to be faithful in small things. Human's tendency is to take it easy on small things, and our society tends to delegitimate small things. We tend to be more careful, more on time, more diligent when it comes to something that is big for us. Probably big performance, big audiences, probably big business, big clients. But when it comes to small things, things in the family, things in our relationship with our spouse, small company, small business, and people tend to be whimsy and irresponsible. Jesus said, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with very much. Before Jesus was arrested and then nailed on the cross and died on the cross, he gave his disciples a parable. He said that uh, the kingdom of God is like uh, a man who is going a journey. He called his servants and trusted his wealth to them. One of them he gave uh, five bags of gold and the other one two bags of gold and another one one bags of gold. Or another translation five talents, two talents and one talents. And Jesus said one day this man came back from his journey and then he called out these servants that he has entrusted his wealth. The one that uh, have five talents or five bags of gold said, Sir, your five talents of your five bags of gold, now I generate another five gold or five bags of gold. The other one that have two bags of gold, do the same, accomplish the same. And this man said to them, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge with many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Even though there were different numbers of bags of gold or different numbers of talents, but both of them to the five and to the two talents, the master said the same thing to them. They have been faithful in the small things. Well, probably five bags of gold is very much to the servant, or two bags of gold is very much to the first uh, servant. But to this master who have probably plenties of gold, this is small things. Can you imagine what God has entrusted to us? And sometimes we thought it's so big, so huge. To God, who on heaven and earth, those are very small things. He has so much more that He can entrust to us. But to the one who has one talent on one bag of gold, he makes so much excuses for not doing what he's supposed to do. And the master replied him, you wicked and lazy servant. He was not doing what he was supposed to do. He was not faithful servant. So once again, 
Jesus wants us to be faithful in small things. It doesn't matter how small it is, a small project, a small assignment, a small business, a small client, a small ministry. Let's learn to be faithful and God will trust you even much more. The third principle that we can do to cultivate faithfulness in our lives is where we learn to endure. It is very important for us to learn to endure. The word faithful itself has a connotation of endurance. It is when a person stands firm on his or her promise or her com- his and her commitment or pledge or vow and everything in that nature. In a tempting and difficult circumstances, we consider that person faithful because he or she has endured in his or her commitment. In the wisdom of Oswald Chamber, he said, The goal of faithfulness is not that we will do work for God, but that He will be free to do His work through us. God calls us to His service and places tremendous responsibilities on us. He expects no complaining on our part and offers no explanation on His part. God wants to use us as He used His own Son. That means that God wants us to learn to be faithful at all times. So that's why uh, Paul wrote to the book of, uh, in the book of Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, he said, uh, So let, not, let us not get tired of doing what is good. And just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. So if you have been doing what God wants you to do, you have been faithful in your marriage, if you have been faithful in your business, you have been faithful in the ministry, do not give up. Continue to do what is good because in the due time, we will reap the harvest if we continue to be faithful. Last week, I was having my afternoon walk. I noticed there are some small flowers plants on the roadside. And one of the particular plants caught my attention. On the same tree that planted in the same soil with the same climate and same circumstances, but yet there are stages of flowers on it, some in the full bloom and very beautiful. Some are still green and uninviting. Yes, today it might be not noticed, Today is still green, but tomorrow it can be in a full bloom or be the next two days or next week. It's likewise with our lives. Some people in the same church, in the same business, they can be full bloom, but yet probably we are not in that stage yet. Do not give up. Do not be discouraged. You have to learn to stay faithful endure throughout this season and every season of our life your time will come and in due season God will make everything beautiful in its time as a conclusion we have to be faithful faithfulness pleases God it brings blessings to others and also bring blessings to ourselves if it is ever faithfulness is most urgent now is the time. In these very difficult circumstances, our faithfulness is being tested. 
We have to hold to the word of God. We have to learn to be faithful in small things. And we have to learn to endure. We are called to be faithful to God. We are to be faithful to our spouse. We are to be faithful in worshiping God. We are to be faithful in our giving. And the most importantly is that we are to be faithful to be a witness for our Lord Jesus Christ. God says, My eyes will be on the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. He whose walk is blameless will minister to me. Let's prepare hard to take our communion if you are ready with your bread and your wine. If you are ready, let's bow ahead to pray. Father, we thank you today that we can come and worship you and set aside this time to fellowship with you through the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Bless this bread, bless this wine, the body and the blood of Jesus that have been sacrificed for us. We thank you, Lord, that you have redeemed us from our sins. You have given us eternal life. We praise you, we love you, we honor you. Thank you, Lord. Would you please lift up the bread on your right hand right now? Father, we thank you for this bread, the body of Christ that has been sacrificed, broken for us. Let's partake it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's partake together. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Will you lift up the cup on your right hand right now? Father, we thank you for this cup, the blood of Jesus that has been sacrificed for us. Make us worthy to partake it and give you thanks for all that you have done for us and many more things that you will do for us. Thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you for your loving kindness, your grace in our life. Bless this wine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's drink together with thankfulness in our hearts. Hallelujah. 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 Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for the opportunity that we have to come and worship and honor you. Bless each and every one of us. Bless you, people, Lord. We pray that you open up the gates of heaven and bless them abundantly. Will you please lift up your hand receive the blessings of the Lord. May the blessings of the Heavenly Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointing and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you from now on forevermore. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Have a great week ahead. Thank you for being with us. I hope to see you again next week. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have been blessed. This podcast is made possible by generous giving people like you. If you want to support us, please visit us at www.nbcsingapore.org www.nbcsingapore.org God bless you.